But you have to ask your quest, ask the question. Do I stay? Or do I go? What's up, Brother Randolph? Can I say this? Even before this pandemic came, people weren't going. <laughs> uh, they, they, because they were saying, they said, man, some of these neighborhoods are, are bad. Some of these, the, you know, the people aren't the same. And I got that. And I do understand that. Believe me. And then we have to understand, watch this now. If we choose one or the other, then you have to trust. If you go, then you have to trust God that when you go, that he's with you. And because God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I'm with you until the end. But many of us choose to stay because we refuse to rethink some things. See? So the question is, do I stay or do I go? And so many of us chose to stay. We chose to stay in the parameters of what we're comfortable in. Come on, talk back to me. Listen to it, what it's saying. <laughs> Jesus saying, I need you to go out into all. Let's stop right there. Now, here's what I'm saying. Many people have chose to stay because staying is best because it's safe. Huh? Many of us chose not to go because if we stay where we are, we're safe. <laughs> Many are okay staying average. Come on, talk back to me. God did not create us to be average. Talked about Sunday. He created us to be great. He created us to be successful in everything we do. But so many of us, we're going to use and we've been using it. All oh, them people ain't, ain't going to listen. Man, I, I've done it before. Watch this. Man, we used to do that 10 years ago. What you mean you used to do that 10 years ago? How about this? <laughs> Jesus saved thousands of years ago, but he ain't stopped saving. He's still saving today. <laughs> Come on. I asked this question before. When do we ever get to the point where we say we've done enough? Hear me. <clears throat> when do we get to the point? Hear what I'm saying now. When we can actually say we've done enough. Because if we say the Lord sent me, then it's up to the Lord to tell you when you've done enough. I mean, when you go into your job, <laughs> you go punch in at work, 
You don't punch out two minutes later and say, I done, I done done enough. Hey, wife. No. You're going to work until your eight hours is up, and then you gone. You ain't talking back to your boy. <laughs> You're not going to go to your supervisor and say, listen, I done punched in at about nine. It's 9.02. I'm gone. I done did enough. What you mean you did enough? See, here's what I don't understand. See, we, we choose to stay or go concerning the word of God. But in other things, we're going to do it. Do you choose to pay or not pay your gas bill? No, because even though you don't pay it, what's happening? You ain't paying nothing. Come on. The gas going to get cut off. You don't pay that electric bill, <coughs> the light's getting turned off. Come on here. You don't put gas in your car if it's on empty. It ain't starting in the morning. I don't care how good your battery is. <laughs> I don't care what kind of I don't care what kind of car you got. Even if it's if it's an electric car, if you don't charge it, it's not gonna go nowhere. So many of us we choose to stay because staying is safe. I know about staying. I'm okay with staying. But the problem with staying is we get stuck. And when we get stuck, we get comfortable being stuck because as long as we're staying safe, we don't mind being stuck. Come on, talk to me. So do I stay or do I go? Staying says this also, watch this. When you choose to stay, not only are you saying it's safe for me, but you're also saying you're not concerned about other people. Come on, talk to your boy. See, Jesus says go. Now listen, watch this. We have no excuse not to go now. Because there are so many ways you can go. <laughs> like where we are right now, Facebook. Podcast. Come on here. Instagram. TikTok. YouTube. Twitter. Periscope. Snapchat. Whatever else platform you have. Zoom. Venmo. Uh, Google Meet, come on here, Microsoft Team, come on. There are so many ways now that you can go. There is really no excuse to why you can't go. But when we say I'm cool with not doing this, God knows my heart, but you are the one who keeps saying, I love the Lord. And Jesus said, well, if you love me, watch this, keep my commandments. Hey, Sister Lily. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. <laughs> not, not only love one another, but also go. Because there are people who's waiting on you. But we say, no, I want to stay safe, so I choose to stay. 
<laughs> so do I stay or do I go? And here's what I found out. Watch this. Check this out. Man, this is so crazy. I found out most of the people that stay are the ones that claim they have been in church all their life. Please don't get mad at your boy tonight. Stay on with me. Yeah. Y'all know some like that. Oh, I've been in church all my life. Well, you know what? This Saturday, we we passing out uh shoes. Won't you go? Oh no, I got some. <laughs> Y'all listen to me. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, I've been to church all my life. Oh, wait, I'm so glad you heard said that. Listen, this Wednesday, um, uh, we got the homeless coming and we're gonna be feeding them. Y'all, you know what? Wednesday, I got to take my mom or something. Come on, y'all, let's say them back to me. The ones who claim they have been in church all their lives are the first ones who got excuses why they can't go. Y'all remember the story the, uh, the, about the uh, the dinner? Put the dinner together, send out the invitation. Man said, man, I just got married. I can't leave my aunt. No, nah, uh-uh. Got my wife. Definitely ain't finna leave that. <laughs> I just bought some property. <clears throat> One fella, man, I just brought property. I ain't gonna leave that. So Jesus said, that's how I find. The, 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 the uh, person, that's how I don't worry about it. Go after the ones who ain't got nothing to do. And so here's what I found out also. Watch this. About people that stay, they get mad at the ones that go. You ain't got to talk to your boy tonight. That's fine. Let me, I'm going to keep talking. The ones that play it safe get upset at the ones that go. Because the ones who chose to go start doing. <laughs> uh, can I take a sip of water real quick? See, they start doing stuff. And then God starts blessing the progress. Watch this. And those who are staying are looking in from the sideline and saying, oh, that's just way too much. That's just way too much. <clears throat> but how's that too much? When Jesus went to the extreme extent to give his life. And wasn't it Jesus? I said this Sunday. And wasn't it Jesus that said, there's no greater love than a man will give up his life for his friend. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Now hear this. Watch this. That don't mean you got to physically die. Just give up a little time for somebody else. Come on here. Do something for somebody else. Do I stay or do I go? My question to you tonight, are you a stayer or a goer? Come on, talk to me. Would you be willing to go? If the Lord said, I need you to go out there on Central Avenue in Madison. Y'all remember that man that used to preach out there all the time? And he used to go down there on Madison and Pulaski. Now he downtown. But, but if God asked you right now, if God told you, Right now, I need you to get out there Saturday morning, go down Central and uh, 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 and Madison Avenue on the corner, declare my word, would you go? 
or would you find a reason to stay? <laughs> you know what I found out when you go? Ooh, miracles. <laughs> Blessings. Come on, talk to your boy. Connections, resources. Things begin to come together when you decide to take God at his word. Now watch me. I'm not talking about a word. I'm talking about the word. <laughs> I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Come on. Jesus said, Lord, man, I'm with you everywhere you go. That's why he said, I got to go away. Watch this. Jesus even proved going away is beneficial. Because Jesus said, if I stay, listen to your boy. He said, if I stay, he cannot send the comforter. <laughs> so this question Jesus had, this is the same question I'm asking. Jesus said, I can't stay. Do I stay or do I go? Now, if I stay, something can't happen. But do I, if I go, something can happen. And see, this is where many of us wrestle with. <clears throat> because we say, since we tried it, remember we talked about that about a couple minutes ago. Since we tried it a long time ago, we didn't see results. Here's what I'm saying. Watch this. <laughs> Here's the problem with going. And this is why a lot of people stay. Watch this. The problem with going is because many Good saved folk go with the premeditative motion that if I go, the church gonna get filled, the church building is gonna get filled up. So, so first of all, you're going with the wrong motive. Oh, come on, talk back to me. You're going with the wrong motive. So when you go, you are expecting people to come in to the building and join. That is not the reason why God wants you to go. Jesus said, I need you to go into all the world to preach the gospel. Compel men, women, and children, baptizing them. He didn't say nothing about when you go. I'm going to make them join the church. <clears throat> but then if you go over there and act, <clears throat> the book of Acts said that when they stayed, when they stayed in the word, when they stayed in the word, together, one accord, in the word, together, the Lord added to the church. See, And the reason why many of us, we have to rethink some things because then you have to go back to what Jesus said in Matthew. If we seek the kingdom of God, if we put God first, 
God will take care of everything. Jesus said, God know everything you need. He know all about you. He know your desires. He know your wants. He know what you need. But you have to make a decision. Do you stay or do you go? Listen. When we choose to stay, this shows a little sign of self-centeredness. A self-centered way of thinking. You okay with what you have? You, you just hold on to what you have. Not being concerned about the world. Now, please don't get mad at me when I say this. I, it used to bother me when I heard people say something about mega churches. Watch this. <clears throat> now, I'm, I'm going to help somebody. I hope this helps somebody. They used to tell, they used to say, the problem I have with a mega church is that I can't now don't get me wrong. I think it's awesome to have a a a, a relationship with the, your leader, your pastor, or whomever. But watch this. They they have the issue with if the church get more to than 200, 500, 1, and, and and so on, that the pastor cannot be easily accessible. Hear me. But let me ask you this question. If the ministry, the church, if it does not do what God is calling us to do, then what are we doing? We have to move away from the attachment of the leader so that the church of God can begin to grow. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If you really think about it, watch this. Jesus' ministry was mega everywhere he went. But what he was there all the time. Everybody didn't have a, a chance to get to him. Every now and then, he'll do some one-on-one -on -one stuff. Come on. Every now and then, he'll talk to some lepers. Come on, talk back to me. He only had 12 people with him at all times. But then watch this, because Jesus decided to go, it helped the entire world. And that's what the word of God is all about. It's not about your personal connection to a person. It's about your personal relationship with Jesus. Come on here. Now don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with having a personal relationship with other Christians. Don't get me wrong, but don't let that stop you from having an open mind to knowing that there are some people
people that need what you have. So when we decide to stay, when we say I'm good where I'm at, we're telling ourselves we fine, forget about everybody else. I mean, let's think about it here. <laughs> what what if what if fruit trees decide to stop producing fruit? Come on here. What what if, what if all the food you eat, all the meat you eat, cows, the bacon, ham, all that stuff? What if all these animals just decide, hey, we're gonna just die? Listen to me. That means you don't get no food. What if all the farmers say we're not farming no more? We're gonna take what we have and store it up for ourselves. Come on, we get no vegetables. Come on, talk back to me. So we have to rethink some things. We have to rethink how we feel about the openness of the word of God. If you decide to stay where you are, you're excited about staying mediocre. If you're excited about where you are, then you're saying, I'm cool with everybody else not getting it. And you can't be that. Because that's not who God intended for you to be. He said, I need you to be light. I need you to be salt. Watch this. Also, if you choose to stay, it makes it hard to shift your train of thought. So many of us have been thinking one way for many of years. And because we've been thinking one way, it's hard for us to make the shift. Amen. It's hard for us to understand exactly how to think for a change. Amen. Book by uh, 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 John Maxwell, how to think for change. And when we've been thinking, how many ever heard somebody say, oh, no, we've been doing this for years. <laughs> and then when you look at some of the stuff people have been doing for years and not working, that's because they refuse to rethink what they're doing. They're all right. We just keep doing the same old thing over and over and over again, thinking that we can do the same stuff over and over. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. You can't think, keep doing the same stuff over and over again. It's going to give you new results. No, it's not. You have to shift your thought process. Be ye transformed. Hear what it's saying now. When you begin to rethink some things, you begin to transform yourself into a conduit that receives from the word. Come on, talk back to me. I'm going to be going in a couple more minutes. But when you choose to go, God then can make the water concrete so you can walk on it. <laughs> but you know what happens sometimes? Watch this. 
When Peter decided to go, y'all knew I was talking about Peter. When he decided to go, sometimes when you decide to go, you allow distractions to stop you from the mission. Come on, talk back to me. When you decide to go, you allow the words of other people to pull you out of what God has called you into. If God called you into it, he's going to make sure you come through it. But you have to make a decision. Do you stay or do you go? How much love do you have for God? Because if you got love for God, then you are going to be um, a picture image of God. Because when God loved, he gave. And he didn't give us no junk. He gave us his best. So if you decide to go, you got to give up something. You're going to give up a little bit of your time. Come on, talk back to me. When you decide to go, that means you're going to give up the old way of thinking into a new way of thinking. All things has passed away. That's just what talking about. The, that's talking about everything about you. When you have came into Christ, when you came into Christ, the Bible said that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. That means everything about you got to be new. And so if we decide to stay, and I'm going after this, one more thing, we won't be able to help anyone, saved or unsaved. It's not just for unsaved folk, because there are some good Christians who, who can't get past what they used to do. <laughs> Come on. There are some good Christians that can't get past what happened 20 years ago. There are some good Christians that cannot get past. This is what we used to do. This is what we do. This is how we do it. This is the only thing we do. There are some Christians who cannot get past what they did in 1980. Unable to make the switch. Hey, daughter. But you have to be able to make the switch. Because if you don't make the switch, you're going to be switched. <laughs> Plain and simple. Listen, and I'm gone. In, pro in professional sports, uh, let me talk about the Chicago Bears because that's my squad. Win or lose, that's my squad. Um, you know, when they were losing, as long as they were winning, watch this, as long as they were winning, this year, longer they were winning, they left Mitch Trubisky in the game. <laughs> but as soon as they started losing, game after game after game after game, then they said, okay, let's put the other boy in. So when they put the other boy in, they won a couple of games. They were excited. They left him in. But then <clears throat> when they start going on the losing streak, <laughs> and then he got hurt. Watch this. And then they had no choice. Hear me, what I'm saying to you. Don't wait until you start losing. 
to start wanting to go. Uh-uh. Don't wait until something dramatic happens in your life for you to make the switch. Are you hearing me? Don't wait until God have to take something away from you for you to make the switch. Begin to make the switch now because when you go, and as long as, watch it, hear me, as long as you're going and doing for God, God will make a way. No matter what comes against you, because the Lord already said that there should be nothing that can come against the church. The gates of hell would not prevail against what? You. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Refuge, fortress, he's all that for you. So you got to make a decision. Do I stay or do I go? Don't allow fear to fool you. Of course, when you look out into the world, this stuff is real. But God is realer than that. Come on. Jesus is realer than that. Holy Spirit is realer than that. Make a decision. Jesus said, I wish you would choose something, man, hot or cold. He said, because when you're in the middle, I can't use you. I got to spit you out. So figure out which one are you going to do? Do you stay or do you go? Amen. Do you stay or do you go? <laughs>